Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. What's the story? Today FM. Special guest this week, comedian Charlotte Regan. Hello, Charlotte. How are you? Hello there, how are you? Nice to have you back in studio, it's been a while and nice. did I hear you've just moved back from London? Um, yeah, moved back from London. But, um, back to... That's how I talk now. <laughs> <laughs> back to Ireland. Back to Ireland, yeah, yeah. Why so, the move? Well, we wanted our little boy, Michael, to mm. go to secondary school here and uh, yeah, like I think everybody who moves away wants to come home eventually. Yeah. Most of them. And why secondary school here? Like if, if you survive national school, what's the difference with secondary I don't know, man. It just seems like the law of the jungle over there a little bit. I loved secondary school here. I'm not saying it's no problems in Irish secondary mm. schools, but I just loved it. It's just such a good experience. Yeah. And uh, he's mad. It's like He's always seen himself as an Irishman abroad. He was born here, our son, and then lived there for the first 10 years of his life and always wanted to come yeah. home. So I it makes sense too. for him. Yeah. I think people, you know, particularly parents, worry about that, you know, uprooting children and it's the wrong age and bottle it, you know, it'll affect them. It'll have a ripple effect and they'll be alcoholics at 30 because we made <laughs> him go to a different school, you know, but he's totally okay with it. He's okay with it. I mean, look, they finished primary school a year earlier over there as well. So he has a year in primary school here before mm. secondary school. So he's super okay. excited about being the exotic London child in his school with, uh, you know, his little bit of... Uh, Bit of a brogue that he's he's he he himself has says that he's hoping to shake in the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. welcome back then, Thanks. officially, to and back. to yeah. your lovely wife Tina as yeah. well. You haven't stopped gigging, and you're still no. going to be gigging over in the UK, and no. you're going to be doing Electric Picnic, the comedy stage, which I was only reminiscing about the other day. It's absolutely brilliant. It's so much fun, isn't it? It really is. Like it's challenging. Let's it be is honest. challenging. There's a bts, 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 usually yeah. happening from about five different directions, <laughs> yeah. but it, somehow it works. It does because also if you were if you've been to the festival, if you've been to Electric Picnic or any other festival, there does come a day when you think. I just need to lie on my back and be entertained for an hour. <laughs> and yeah. the comedy tent then becomes that sanctuary where you can go in there and be guaranteed these are the best comedians in the country. They're all going to be on this stage mm. and they're going to lead me by the hand through this journey of going to getting back on my feet after the night before. So I'll be on on the Sunday, uh, I think around five o'clock oh, as perfect. well as you've got the list in front of you. There's crazy acts on. Well, you've got Dylan Moore in there. David O'Doherty, Jason Byrne, Killian Sunderman. We had uh, Killian on recently, who people will know as Killer Sunday on Instagram. Neil Delamere, Deirdre O'Kane, you got Bernard Casey in there, Enya Martin, Danny O'Brien, Barry Murphy, Kevin. Just, there's about bangers. 40 now. All bangers. And that's the best <laughs> thing about the comedy tent is that, like you said, you can just lie on your back and the acts just keep coming. Like, yeah. you don't even have to move. Completely. And then there's obviously these high points in it, like uh, there's. There's certain acts in there that will just tear the roof off the place. Like a band of man for one. Yeah. Years gone by, I've seen him just blow the doors off. And he and improvises rap based on suggestions people from and the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I don't know, it's kind of Rain Man comedy. It is, it's incredible. Yeah, it's like sorcery. And <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. He does based on what's in people's handbags. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So the tough part then is to have to go on after him. And kind of pick up the pace and be like, oh, yeah. I won't be improvising anything. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about my life. Uh, but like the Irish audiences, they are the best. They just are. And being in that in that place 
it's such a separate from all the craziness of the rest of Electric Picnic so yeah. I can't wait to do it this year Irishman Abroad how many years is that podcast going? Nine years that is unbelievable believe it. I am so honoured uh, to have been on it and yeah. you don't just go on the podcast when you go on it Jarlath gives you a special badge <laughs> And the Blue Peter badge yeah, yeah it's kind of a mixture between Blue Peter and Ungarda Shiakana yes. and it's just perfect <laughs> um, so I have it beside my bed pride of place you should be wearing it it is, it is modelled on the Garda Shiakana logo yeah. and I am told that it gets you served quicker in bars <laughs> <laughs> just discreetly on the lapel yeah, yeah. off exactly. you go yeah. Wave, waved through checkpoints all the rest of it amazing yeah, man, that's a while ago you were on you'll have yeah. to come back on we'll look anytime it's, it's obviously grown out a little bit since then we've got Sonia Sullivan as a co-host on the show every Tuesday she's coaching me how to run yeah. she's coached me from not running at all I've seen your Instagram yeah. stories, your reels and all that going on, and you've been really working hard at this running. Uh, what's, what's the end game? Well, we're going to the Antrim Coast Half Marathon. She's coached mm-hmm. a lot of the listeners' squad that we put together. She coached me to uh, running 5K in under 20 minutes. We've got to find a new challenge after this, but really, I wasn't, wasn't exercising in lockdown. And I asked Sonia, do you mm. think you could coach me to run without turning my knees to chalk? <laughs> she laughed so hard. And I thought that meant no. But what it meant was, are you kidding me? Of course I can. Mm. She's just an incredible coach. She's as good a coach as she was, elite athlete in her day. Yeah. And people that listen to the show have experienced this now, have seen what I saw and... You know, the plan is to just stay healthy and keep running and loving running. We do a monthly meetup run in the Phoenix Park with the listeners. Just magic. Yeah. Like I'd never, if, I never thought I was... You probably looked never, not this guy, but here I am. No, not at all. But like a stand-up comic doesn't exercise isn't really a headline that would make a splash. <laughs> you know, we're not known for being the fittest of society. But I always thought, because you all tend to wear a lot of basketball clothes, yeah. I presumed uh, you were just fresh from the court yeah, yeah. and that your fitness was peak. <laughs> no, those days are long gone. I did love playing basketball, mm. but it's just such a different discipline. The running is quite close to your own mindfulness stuff mm. because it is getting in touch with your breathing, your being present in the moment and also forgetting about what other people think. I had, a big part of me was running. The journey was overcoming people looking at me and going, look at how slow your man's running over there. <laughs> I just had to get past myself and out of yeah. my head a little bit. And uh, yeah, and it's Sonia great that you're so, gave me that. You're, you're so comfortable with yourself. I've seen the videos. You do run like Phoebe, but you know, you don't <laughs> care that other people think. Um, come here. What's the story, Jarrett Regan? Well, like I said, I love being back in Ireland and I think one of my things I've missed the most is three-star Irish hotels. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> hotels get a bit of a rip in here. But let's be honest, three-star Irish hotels are the best hotels mm. because they're perfectly comfortable with where they are. There's no notions with a three-star hotel. I remember staying in the last three-star hotel I stayed in was in Clonic Hilty. People may know the one right on the square. And... Uh, I went in and it was very strange because I was like, usually the deal with the three stars, you go in, you ask for your key and they just go, there you go. And off you go. Happy yeah. days. Instead, she goes, I'll show you up to the room. And I was like, Don't, what, why would you do that? <laughs> There's nothing to see in the room. <laughs> I'm not going to get lost. There's six bedrooms. Exactly. She goes, no, no, I'll show you up. I'll give you the tour. I was like, oh God. This is going to I can already picture how tense this is going to be because yeah. there's nothing to show. She gets there, she opens the door, she goes, that's the television. <laughs> that's the kettle. <laughs> that's the toilet. I'm like, I know all this stuff. And she points to the two single beds and she goes, there's two beds. You can sleep in whichever one you like. 
<laughs> and I walked out and I was like, I've got to say this at the gig that night. Yeah. I go to the gig that night, I tell the story. Clonakilty so small. I got back to the hotel that night. There was a post note on one of the beds. Sleep in this one. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if that doesn't make you miss Ireland, I don't know what will. Because <laughs> it's just, you don't get that anywhere else. But uh, shout out to Clonakilty and Debarra's down there. I'll have to come down there again. Charles Regan, uh, great to have you back. Thanks for doing What's the Story. Thanks a lot, Dermot. What's, what's the Story? Today FM. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today FM.